I'm going to do the official start here in a second, and we'll just kind of start at the beginning of the year, some of these early things, and just kind of have a, a discussion about what, you know, any thoughts that you guys have about any of this stuff as we go through, as we list it out. So thanks for joining me, guys, uh, on the show or on this meeting. Um, we're doing a a 2020 recap, just a, a year in review of, of what we all we're working through and working with throughout the, uh, the, the 20 throughout 2020 dealing with a pandemic that kind of threw a, threw a, uh, I wouldn't even call it a curveball. I mean, it threw a, it threw us into a whole new game. <laughs> you know, we're in the yeah. middle, we're in the middle of playing checkers and, uh, and they throw us into a, you know, battleship, <laughs> a game of battleship. But. Yeah. What do you mean close? Yeah. What do you mean close yeah. to checkers? Yeah. 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 So, uh, but, Rachel, but we need to share. <laughs> yeah, but we. Uh, uh, so hey, you're not going to see the visuals on this. Did everybody, anybody freeze? You guys freezing? No, uh, not on my end. Oh, you okay. Did just that time, Jeremy. Yeah, it's saying I got to. My connection is not stable. It's telling me. Um, Mark's head looks like it got bigger. <laughs> that can't another, happen. It's Richard. Take another swig. It'll get smaller. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So 2020 was pretty crazy for for everybody, not just us. We're, it's we local 110 wasn't anything special. It, it everybody union non union uh, trades in in all walks of life all across the all around the world had to uh, figure out new ways. To, to conduct their business. Um, and it, and it happened, like I said, mid stride. So we were working on some things at the beginning of the year that suddenly just blew up where we had to figure out how to keep on, keep on, you know, running the, the ship down the stream when we're, you know, just a, all of a sudden there's a big dam that we got to get over and, and, and all kinds of, of craziness. So uh, when the year started, Every year, so we started doing a, a media campaign, or um, what was it, a year ago, two years ago, Mark? No, the media campaign started in uh, 17, I believe. Yeah, it started before I came out here. Yeah. yeah. media okay. campaign started yeah. in 17 when we started with the radio commercials. Okay. And uh, some stuff like that. And then uh, it morphed into, we rolled into this year. Uh, changing it up and adding the digital stuff, the online campaign. Yeah, right. So this yeah. was so 2020 was a was a new uh, as far as our media stuff, where we started pushing more of the digital, getting our stuff on uh, gaming apps, on social uh, networking sites, uh, things like that, pop ups on 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 websites. Uh, so that started at the beginning of the year because uh, well, so our media we 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 have and we just had. For next year we, we meet with our guy at the end of the year to mm -hmm. set up the, the next year like what 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 our yeah. plans are yep and so we we kicked into the digital media campaign and and it worked out really well uh in from my point like i i, I had a pretty pretty regular role in that end of it um you all handled the the tv and the radio and the, the digital stuff they you guys let me take on um, and, and we had a pretty good response with pulling, pulling people to our apprenticeship or guiding them to our apprenticeship uh, program. That's what the campaign was focused around. Um, and I'll tell you, I mean, that was pretty key because of what we didn't know was coming. 
we had a, a pandemic coming up on us that we didn't, we weren't aware of, but uh, you know, we were, we were pretty much, um, we were kind of lucky that we had gotten that going because it, it allowed us that interaction because as the, as the ads would show up on different social networking and you guys have seen it when you hop on Facebook or whatever, like you see people oh, yeah. just constantly commenting good, bad, indifferent. There are lots of comments for sure. Yeah. One way or the other. <laughs> but conversations <laughs> definitely started. And I'm of the, I'm of the belief that, you know, any publicity is good publicity, you know, it definitely shared because we, hell, we had, we had people jumping in on some of those, uh, conversations that weren't affiliated with us, but, but still understood the benefit of what we were doing. So it was really neat to see that from, from my perspective, uh, you all were dealing with an arbitration at the beginning of the year that lo and behold, uh, right when you guys got into the thick of it was we were, we were right in the middle of shutdowns. So you guys had to figure out because when you're dealing with an arbitration, I mean, this stuff's time sensitive filing, filing your grievances and um, everything that like, as you go down through, like as you go through the process, which we've covered that in a previous show, but as you guys were stepping through the process, we were dealing with shutdowns, dealing with gatherers, a gathering where you guys weren't able to gather uh, or, or figuring out new ways to gather. I mean, uh, somebody from the contractor side was represented virtually. Is that correct? They, well, they wanted to do the arbitration virtually, and we denied it and said we wanted to do it in person. But, yeah, we started that back in January, and we just finished it up, what, maybe in August, September, when we got the final say-so on it. So it was it was a long, drawn-out process on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, so <laughs> what, what you guys were anticipating at the beginning of the year, I mean, you guys weren't even expecting it to go as far as it went. No, we, that's Mark. What are we? Eight, nine? I think it's nine. 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 Uh, I, I will say we're, we are we are with nine and zero oh, uh, against a, 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 a particular uh, company that uh, that seems to always push our buttons there. And uh, uh, yes, that arbitration. I think honestly, truly, with the the, the pandemic and the virus, uh, we. Um, we actually, we thought it was going to be sooner. We thought everything was going to be done a whole lot quicker. And, and just like everybody, I, I, it aggravates far out of me when you hear people say, well, because of the pandemic, uh, I had to stay home or whatever. Well, we all had to stay home. We all had to do certain things. And everything we talk about today, we'll see that, uh, that we had to make arrangements to take care of it. But I think Local 110 handled it all in stripe. Well, you guys came out with a victory, so – Yes. I mean, yeah. The, the, I think that's the the first arbitration that I know of that the hall's actually done. I mean, there's been arbitrations in the apprenticeship school way back in the day, but this is the first one that I know of that we've actually taken it to the arbitrator. Uh, most of them get settled because you try to work them out before you get to the arbitrator. Because once the arbitrator makes his ruling, he's a judge. It's binding. It's it's like that way from here on out. There's no change in it. There's no so-called gray area. It's black and white. And most of the times they uh they 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 fix it before it goes to arbitration. But the company was dead set on not settling, and they were they were misleading us in the beginning. And you know we thought it was one person that we had to fight for, and it wound up being what Mark forty eight forty yeah forty or fifty yeah yeah. Yeah, it was, so, it was, that's the reason they went to arbitration. But anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So we kicked her butts. Yeah. So you guys again, midstream, uh, it's like you got to completely change course and figure out how to how to keep going downstream in a brand new a brand new way because you know it's like uh, you're rowing down in a boat. Well, now boats don't work here. You got to figure out. A, yeah. a, a, Not a only boats, way. but we've never done it before, so we were all new. And how yeah. to do this arbitration. So we all leaned on each other and all, you know, everything that we did, we ran by each other just to make sure that we weren't missing anything. You know, if I, if I filled out, filled out the paperwork, I'd have Jason, you know, look it over and see if I needed to change anything in his view. And, you know, Mark's the final say so on it, but you know, it went through all of us before it got filed and, you know, it was a great win for 110. And, you know, it, we, we all had our hands in on it. That's for sure. <laughs> So uh, imagine that Mark's phone ringing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. Perfect. <laughs> it's perfect for 2020. So it's perfect uh, for Mark in general. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is true. So, hey, man, business manager's phone is always. I'm a important man. That's all I got to <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs> so something else that you guys actually started, you started um, looking into at the end of last year, you started working to implement at the beginning of the year was the changes to our, our Benny card. And yeah. And so we, we had covered this recently, but that's something that took effect this year. You guys started working at on it the beginning of the year. It didn't, it didn't get implemented until the middle of the year, but you're talking the difference between January and June isn't just a couple of months. It was business as usual to brand new. Uh, where are we now type situation? But yeah, you know, we discussed that in that podcast about the Benny card. I want to say we brought it back up in September and it just kept going and kept going because we had to have lawyers approve it. We had to have our third party administrator say it's okay. We had to have the actuary look at it and make sure we weren't going broke. And I mean, there was a lot to do on it. And we meet every other month as far as health fund trustees, but and we had to just make sure it was legit and, and to make sure that we weren't doing something incorrect because even though we thought it was a great idea, we still have to make sure that we're legit in what we do. Yeah, you got to make being sure a trustee. it's realistic and something that's even doable. Well, actually, actually, the pandemic's the one that pushed it to make it not happen until June. Oh, okay. So we actually was- almost had it ready to go uh, yeah. almost in uh, about right after our March meeting. We were good to go for like but a pushed- release. Huh? Yeah, I think, we, I think we pushed it off to June just to give it a clean, fresh date. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. Because because they it, yeah, they couldn't get it done in time. They couldn't get their uh, well, March is all their the- bugs worked out. They couldn't do their their uh, uh, you know what they call it their trial run. They couldn't get their yeah. trial run done in time before June. Well, I mean, it, March is an important date in all this because that's when, that's when all the shutdowns. That's happened. when it happened. That's when the uh, the virus hit the fan really. Yeah. Yep. And started for us. It did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Um, but, but with, along with the Benny card. So, so uh, we were talking before we started rolling here, Jason, the, the Zenith app changed at the same time. We used to be, it used to be the Zenith East coast app that we were using. Now it's Zenith flex. And so what, if you, you want to yeah, talk about that a little bit? Well, the flex app came about because uh, also in June, that's the other reason why it became June is because Zenith switched to a uh, in-house uh, HRA team, which was basically an in-house Benny card uh, people. 
So instead of using an outside contractor like we had before when we went to Zenith in uh, April 1 of 19, they switched to a their own in-house people. So in doing that, that's what in turn led to the uh, the Zenith Flex app, which now is the one that's tied directly to the Benny card. We personally, I personally like it. <laughs> Do I what? I like it myself. I like the new app. I think it's, it's a lot fun. easier to read and comprehend. Yep. I yep. think to track. Way more user friendly. Yeah. Um, oh, there's no doubt there. That app is a lot more user friendly. Yeah. Especially so, with the uh, being able to take the pictures of your receipts through the app and send it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll flag it'll flag your transactions that are correct are, are questioned, and, and you can just, scan and approve it before you purchase it. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's very. Yeah, some of us here have done that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, so we also. <laughs> We also, when did the, uh, the, we added more money to our ed fund on, was that last year that we added? Yes, that was the December one raise of last year. December, yes, yes. Okay, so so at the end of last year, our wage allocation in December, we added money, more money to the ed fund with the intent on expanding the school. Um, Yes. We worked towards expanding the school. That happened this year. So in the Mm -hmm. midst of, nonsense we we were upgrading our school facility our apprenticeship uh facility um and when did that when did that when did we break ground on that uh that would have been it was like in june everything I was, was gonna say it has to been june yeah it was it had been summertime everything was in june because they, they were wanting to do it through july because that's when the apprentices weren't there yep. but the, right there was issue with permits, but they could move dirt. Uh, yep. So they came out there in June when they actually started moving dirt. Okay. Right. So this was set up for when the apprentices weren't going to be in school. And lo and behold, uh, things got shut down anyway, surrounding it. <laughs> so, yep. uh, but yeah, so this well, is, oh, go ahead, Mark. I will say that I think a lot of the problem was, is, uh, we were just trying to get the school cleaned up around it and get a lot of junk away from the side of the school so we could get started. So uh, I remember that really, really big. You know what I mean? So uh, I think an individual had a lot of junk around the school. We had to take away from the from the grounds first. That's how, Then we got started, if I remember correctly. You, you talking about my personal property? No, no, no. <laughs> I, wasn't, I did not say anybody in particular. I just said we just had to get some stuff out of the way. Yeah. So anyway... Well, and so the, the, the blessing and the curse there is we, we suddenly had time because the school was shut down. So we had, we had time for them to go in and start doing what they needed to do. But the, but the curse was we, we were, uh, we were going to utilize our apprentices too, to help uh, as part of their education was going to be working on some of the stuff in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the building. So it got like schedules got a little screwy, like instruction kicked off and the expansion happened, but some of the internal stuff was like, you know, you couldn't, it was hard to schedule stuff because we didn't know what we were even like when we would even be able to open the school back up. Like everything was the whole world was trying to figure out stuff at the same, like in real time without trying to miss a beat on anything. So that was the, that was a real challenge. And before we go any further, gentlemen, great job. Uh, From my perspective, y'all did a fantastic job in a crazy year. I think the, uh, the international did a, a fantastic job 
with some of the stuff that they did throughout the year, helping locals navigate, coming up with ideas um, to, for the members. Um, I think it was uh, it was real for being a, a crappy year. A lot of good came out of of it because you know it's when you're when you're put to the test. I mean, that's when you're either gonna you're either gonna be you're 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 gonna either rise up or you're gonna or you're gonna get buried. And by and large, I feel like as an international, as a local, uh, I think everybody kind of stepped up to the challenges and, you know, gave it hell and, and allowed us to keep doing what we got to do, especially our members too. Our members did, you know, they did their part with making sure uh, contractors were handling job sites properly, uh, communicating with you all when there was an issue on, you know, whether it was sanitation or like sanitizing stations or PPE or whatever the case may be. Um, just, just everybody, everybody really came together. I feel, uh, during this time. So I just, you know, before we move on, thank you guys for what, what, what all you done, uh, and, and any members tuning in, anyone else tuning in, uh, except for Richard, uh, no, <laughs> no, everybody did great. Did you have, did you want, did you want to say something? No, just I'm just trying to take some credit. I'll be honest with you, Jeremy. I think I think we really need to say the membership for the ones that that did most of it, um, yep. because honestly, we really pretty much went through. If I'm not mistaken, fellas, and you all correct me if I'm wrong, we almost made it through the first entire wave back in the spring without an actual member. And I, I mean, I'm not talking about retirees. I'm talking about an active member working uh, who was still essential. We didn't have one that got it back in the spring. Yeah, uh, that didn't occur until pretty much about late summer, if I'm not mistaken. Am I correct in that? I, I think you're correct in that, Jason. And I think you can always go even going to all the members, our production shops, everybody. Yeah. We did a phenomenal job on uh, uh, the membership. And, and of course, I'm like Jeremy, too. I think our, our contractors, uh, our, our, our companies uh, uh, allowed the members to, uh, uh, to do what they needed to do to stay away from, from this, uh, pandemic. And, and we done a real good job, uh, members, kudos to the members, man, you know? Well, and we say it all the time, right? Like we're, we're only going to be successful at our jobs. If our members are letting us know what's going on, right? Like you guys, mm-hmm. you, you guys can't, uh, get can't a, fix the issue. problem if we don't know about it. Right. Yep. And this was a situation where we heavily relied on information getting to us in order for us to take any kind of action that was needed. And they, they did, like Jason said, man, like huge shout out to the membership because they, they, they took action. They kept the hall engaged. They kept us involved and informed. And I mean, that's, we, you know, moving forward, I, I feel like this will continue because uh, the, the relationship that was developed amongst the entire community, the 110 community. Uh, I think it's, it, it really strengthened during this time. Um, you know, time will tell, but I feel like uh, the, the lines of communication have really, really gotten good and, and flow in both directions, like from, from the hall to the members and the members back to the hall. And a lot of, a lot of good came out of it, man. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, a positive thinker. I'm a glass half full person. And you know, as shitty as this may have been, I, a lot of good came out of it, in my opinion. Uh, I agree. I think this is our best year communication-wise, whether it be between uh, us and the membership, 
or the membership in the contractor, the contractor and us. I think it's yeah, all the I way think around. The, yeah, the, the the world as a whole communicated better with each other this year in this weird situation than I think we have in the past in general. Yeah, for sure. There's no doubt there, but I think that on each end, everybody took the extra effort to reach out to each other. You mm-hmm. know, yes. we reached out to the membership. The membership reached out to us. Well, so and, it, and it, don't forget the contractors too. No, the, contractors the like Jason. Jason just said, you know, they. They did their part just as much, and uh, you know it's, it's appreciated. I mean, that's how this works. That's how it's supposed to work. We're a team, and you know, you got to we got to work as a team in order to in order to uh, achieve any kind of success, and that involves it, that involves the companies. Yeah, no doubt yeah. there. Uh, speaking of the companies, we had in the middle of all this, we had a, a contract ratification right in the middle of the summer. Uh, well. It was delayed a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a delay. It was delayed, but we got our, our contract ratified. Um, and again, that was a coming together of, of the hall and the companies to um, hash it out, hash out the details. And then we had to get that information to the members and the members came out and voted on it and, and shared their, or expressed their thoughts. And um, again, old business, that we had to find new ways to conduct. And we did, we did a lot of stuff when <laughs> I, you know, hell there's a lot of companies that aren't able to operate right now. You know, they got shut down or they're shutting down or they're closed or whatever. And, and we don't, we, we, we've locked down the hall at different points throughout this, but we never stopped uh, the interaction. We, we've always, we've, we've, created new ways that the members could continue to uh, get us what they needed to get to us and us to them. And, um, you know, we just, we just found new ways of doing it. Well, yeah, even though we weren't, you know, mainly in the hall, we could, we could work from, we got, we got it set up where we could work from our vehicles or work from home. And and it, we, we never not worked. We just may have shut the hall down and it wasn't just us shutting the hall down the whole, all the other tenants here didn't want anybody in the building. Right. And no one knew what was going on. So, you know, Mark took the step and shut the building down, but we were still here. There was yeah. never a day that I know of that no one. That it's no, yeah, one it's here. still, we still, I don't want to say it was manned because it's not PC, right? <laughs> it was yeah. still, uh, it was occupied. staffed. It was staffed. Yes. It was staffed. Um, we always had one of the girls there and one of us at all times, uh, yep. was there. And, you know, we, we, we kept the doors locked, but you could still, you know, someone had to pass you a check or something or had retirement papers to fill out or something like that. Like we were there to help and, you know, you could, you could still conduct business. We just, it just looked a little different than normal. Um, we did, uh, well, this, this podcast, this podcast was born in the midst of, of all this. We're just looking for a way to get the, the message out to people and continue to just another way to inform people. I mean, it's no secret. We still do some stuff that we've always done. You know, we've, we still send out letters and mail and stuff like that, but social media, it's like, yeah, it's like answering your phone now, man. Nobody takes a phone call, but they'll answer a text or they'll read a text. Uh, so it's just yes. figuring out new ways to, to interact. You send a letter and I mean, how many times do you hear uh, when someone's looking for like, uh, I, I don't have my Benny card. I don't have my new insurance card. I don't have my whatever. And then after talking to him, you hear, Oh yeah, I think I threw that away. 
they, you know what I mean? You get, you get everything's junk mail, no matter what it is. If it's coming in the mail, it's junk mail. I mean, I haven't gotten a bill for a, a, a utility or something like that. And I couldn't tell you how long, cause I do every, I pay everything online. It's automated payments and, and all that stuff. Like it's so pretty much any mail I get in the mail is, is either coming from the local or it's some sort of a flyer or junk mail or something like or, or credit card offer. So I, it's, it's an old, it's an old system and people are finding new ways to communicate and something that's faster. We live in a fast paced world and mail is just a slow system. And so we were looking for just, you know, how do you, how do you talk to all the members at, at once without having them set up a specific time to sit and talk to you. And this was yeah. what, what one of the methods we had come up with. We've, we've, we're more active on social media. We're more active with the website, uh, changing things out, um, keeping people updated and using these newer, faster methods. Um, so that, that, started back in the summer we did uh we did the no strips so when i mentioned the international implemented some things throughout all this so so the first thing they they had us do was start reaching out to our members calling just checking in how is everybody doing we were fortunate in the sense that when this first hit we weren't one of the one of the red areas uh we were we were definitely not new york or, or up in the northeast there uh, we weren't California or Washington, so we it, it took a little bit for it to to spread inward to us. But we also had uh, state government officials that took some uh, steps early on to to help control it a little bit. But one of the things the international did was they had us uh, start re just reaching out to our members and and just checking in to make sure people were doing okay, uh, seeing if they needed any help or or things like that. And that evolved into the no strip uh, campaign where we had con uh, our companies, our local companies all across the international, but specifically here in local 110, we reached out to companies to see if they could help uh, cut these no strips. And the, the response was unreal. The response that we got from our members and from our companies to be part of this initiative was unreal. We put out in local 110, actually, I got the numbers behind me. We put out just under 80,000 nose strips that we distributed across the state and in even other states where they had locals that couldn't participate for one reason or another. I know just getting metal was an issue for, for some time. Um, so we were able to, to be a part of that. We processed uh, over 300 individual orders that ranged from 25 no strips to thousands and uh, shipped them all over the place, mainly in Kentucky. Um, so that was a really, that was a humbling experience for sure. And it was really neat to see how fast and eager our folks were to, to be a part of it. Uh, whether they could be the one cutting the strips and boxing them up or the companies that were like, Hey, we've got, gear that can punch these out let us do it so that was uh that was really cool yeah you you pretty much spearheaded that for us we didn't do anything other you know we contacted contractors and we might go pick them up but you guys you, were you, you guys were all a big part of it man we all collected did it, them. yeah we, you guys we collected, all did it. collected the stuff and and got them to me whether you handed them off to mark and he 
dropped them off or I met you guys somewhere or, or whatever the case may be. But it was but definitely daily, you were at the post office mailing them out or delivering them at well, house. Sure. So you and I went on a couple loads and sure, dropping them sure. off. And you said, oh, I've, I've been to this lady's house before. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did quite a bit of uh, nose trips. But it well, it got noticed though. It definitely got noticed. It got noticed. Our apprenticeship our schools really stepped up on that, also. Michael and Richie. Yep. Yep. Shared out a bunch. Shared out a, a bunch. Yeah. That's actually that's that's absolutely correct. What else, man? It was a big year. It was a big year for sure. Uh, what seems like what's interesting is when I when I mentioned this to you guys about putting this together and doing like a a year in review. The I, the in reaction I got. Yeah, for 2020, the reaction I got from all you guys was, oh, geez, what did, what did we do? Because it yeah. seemed like our hands were tied in so many ways. But when you, when you look back, I mean, we, we really had a pretty pretty big year. We had a pretty big year in, in the we local. We got a lot accomplished. We, we, we did. We got a lot accomplished in, in Local 110. And, you know, and that's everybody. That's the membership. That's yep. us. That's the health fund. That's the education fund. Uh, not just us, you know, we're, we're just kind of talking about some of the accomplishments, but yeah, we, there was a lot done within local 110. Yeah. And the sure. members stayed working, members stayed working. Uh, they were essential workers and, you know, we didn't, there was not a job that we didn't man. So yeah, you know, they really stepped up Look, and did it. A lot of stuff that, that we had to deal with. We, we, we had to do, we had to do old, like, you know, reoccurring stuff, you know, manning jobs in the middle of nowhere. Um, uh, you know, just our everyday business, but we had, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't be, we still had a social distance. We still had a, you know, we were wearing our masks. It was like harder to, to meet up with people because part of what we do as a union is we're in the business of protecting our workers, right. And protecting all workers, pushing for uh, job site, work site, uh, safety um, procedures and regulations, stuff like that. That's it's what we fight for. And how could we go? I was just talking to uh, an organizer up in local 33 and, and his, his perspective was how can we push to keep our members safe? If we are working, like doing the same old stuff, you know, going out and we're, we're doing unsafe things by exposing ourselves and our staff to, to the virus by conducting business as usual. You just can't do it. So we, we really, in order to, you know, we would be hypocrites if we're, if we're fighting our, our companies to provide masks, provide safe, safe working conditions. And then we're out having, you know, one-on-one meetings with, with people in enclosed rooms while we're not practicing what we preach type stuff. So we really had to be uh, diligent too, with the way we conducted our own business. You know, and, and everybody gave up this year. You know, the activities took a big hit. You know, we canceled everything on activities. The only thing that we were allowed to really do, you know, we did that fall steps challenge. Uh, that, that, you know, that got some people involved and, and got us out walking, you know, and, and you could do that individually. And, you know, we, we kicked butt through, through the international. You know, we had the most steps uh, over all the teams. I think we were 1.9 million steps more yeah. than anybody else and but we you know we couldn't we couldn't do the picnic we couldn't do the christmas party we couldn't do the labor day parade the fishing a lot of stuff we couldn't do fishing derby. fishing derby yeah yep, fishing derby i mean there's a lot that got put on hold this year you know and then the international came out with that fall steps challenge you know well, so they do that every year but yeah this was again something that 
it's been happening every year, but we've never really put any kind of uh, emphasis on doing it until this year, because it was like, Hey, here's something where we can engage with our community, our 110 community and see what happens. So you put a message out like, Hey, we're going to do this. Smow it uh, fall steps challenge. Uh, is anybody interested? And next thing you know, we got to, we got to, we had probably the biggest team. Yeah. Involved. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my goal was to get four people and I think we ended up with 18. Ah, uh, so it, it was closer out, to 30, man. Yeah, it was. It was like 28 people. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, and the, the fun part of all that is we didn't get it till that morning. We got that email that morning, or at least that's when I seen it. Yeah. It was today's the deadline. That, yeah. And it had to be done by midnight that night. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was tough, you know, and I was like, well, we need four. And then I was like, oh, man, we need eight. Oh, we need 12. You know, it just kept climbing. And we had a really good team. And then afterwards, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and say, man, I wish I knew about it. I'd have been involved. And I was like, listen, it, it came up in the morning. We got it finished that night. I said, we'll be ready for the spring step challenge. And we'll get a whole lot more people involved with it. So yep. it's something that we're going to try to carry on with it through activities. Yeah. So that, and that's a great point is some of the stuff that developed just because obviously the goal or the hope is that is the, the virus is going to come under control, whether now we have a vaccine for it. Um, hopefully this stuff starts, uh, we start getting a real good handle on it and we can start doing some of the things we used to do, but we're not going to stop doing some of the things that we created in this time, like doing a steps challenge. The only difference is once the uh, virus is under control, maybe we can, we can do gatherings where we can get the team together to go out and go on hikes and, and stuff like that. So um, some, some good stuff should be coming uh, down the road because of, because of what we created here, you know, just like in a normal year, you know, we, Mark puts together a fishing derby just to see how it goes. And, uh, it, it it turned out to be a really cool event that grew. It it more than doubled the next year. We did it one year, um, and the turnout was so good. The following year, we went hell. It tripled the following year because we we covered the entire state. We went from Louisville in year one to the entire state the next year. Yeah, and they wanted to, this year they were going to even expand it more, uh, but you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. But once we get back to doing that stuff, I mean, it's something that, you know, you start it and you see where it goes. And when you see that you have some sort of success, you just keep it rolling. You know, something else we didn't talk about, you know, you actually got the fat cat out this year and we did a little protesting on the labor side, uh, you know, with the, who was it? DSI tunneling. Yeah. DSI tunneling in uh, Louisville. Um, they had an election with the teamsters that they won and they were getting stalled out with the, the worst part of organizing is the uh, getting that first contract and they were stalling out on contract negotiations. So they reached a point. I, I forget how long they were negotiating. It was quite a few months. They were like six months in or something, six, seven yeah. months in uh, with zero progress, zero in, in seven months. And so they went on strike and we took the fat cat out, blew it up, and we had members uh, when they had uh, l- coming on lunch breaks, coming when they were just driving to a location, uh, driving to a job or whatever. 
pulling over, uh, showing their support for our, our, you know, fellow brothers and sisters just trying to, to do better for themselves, fighting the good fight. And that was yeah, really we had quite a few of our members do that. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, that was really cool to see. Uh, just our guys found out we were there and got the location and came out. It was really neat. In the well, that's, that's good. Let's get this straight. Anything that Jeremy can do to get his fat cat out, he will be there. I'll just tell you that right now. You <laughs> yeah, know, he, you know, he can, he probably takes that as his baby. We all know that. That's right. You know, Yeah. I'd cradle it, but it's a little too big. Yeah. Understand. <laughs> understand. Um, and then, yeah. So, so coming, coming down towards the end of the year, we, uh, we had a big election. I'm sure most people are aware. <laughs> and uh it's i'm not sure that over. it's still not over that's right we got we got a special <laughs> runoff election in georgia we uh-huh. got uh depending on who you talk to uh it's not going to be over till uh you, january 6th and then then it'll be january 20th after that and then it'll be whatever i don't know um, <laughs> it's, it's never ending um but uh that changed too it changed how and you know so i I got to, uh, I, well, I didn't get to, but I was, I was part of the efforts through the international uh, and through the smart army with doing phone banking and text banking and the international, the guys at the international kind of, kind of took steps towards the information age where they, they got set up with this text banking system. And I got to experience doing that. And let me tell you guys something. You guys all did phone banks at, at some point, right? In your in your lives, you might make Jason. How many times? Last time you phone banked, how many people did you call, and how many did you would you say you actually talked to? Oh, the last two times that I did it, uh, you you normally you would get a sheet of about fifty names to call in about an hour, uh, normally about an hour to two hours time, and I believe that. I probably dialed 50 phone numbers, probably actually got about six people on the phone possibly. And <laughs> only three of them you actually talked to the rest of them just clicked on you. Yeah. Yeah. So with the new system, even for phone banking, the new phone banking system, they got like these auto dialers and all that stuff. Like you mm-hmm. log in and it just starts calling. And once you hear the, the beep, you start talking. Uh, so you can get through a lot more numbers, but, your your actual interaction is is not is not much different you know i might well like when i was phone banking i probably went through shit i mean i'd get through 50 numbers in in 20 minutes because as soon as somebody would not answer it's on to the next one and the next num- number's already dialing but as far as the contacts i made it's it was about the same you you're lucky if you talk to three people out of 100 the, the mm. text banking, I text 200 people in three minutes and I was getting instant responses from these people. Like it was, it was insane. Like the, the response rate with the texting was like, I, they got, they, they're still pulling the data together to see exactly how effective it was, but they, they made contact with 40,000 people in it was the the day before the election. And when I say made contact, that was like, those were responses that they got. That wasn't just like texts that they sent out that, that never got any kind of hits. So 
they're they were figuring out they're figuring out new ways to uh use the technology that that we have access to which is really neat to see this stuff happening um so if anybody's getting like texts and well and they do it too with just the smart army stuff or the international stuff like i get texts all the time whenever there's a new uh new video from the general Mm -hmm. president or or something like that and so they're really taking advantage of these different methods and and uh you using it to to their full capabilities which is which is pretty cool to see uh but yeah i don't know man it's been a fun year for for uh as as odd as that might seem i feel like uh again we 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 really hammered down some stuff throughout this year um i think the team when i say the team i mean 110 uh it just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger um that's just from from my my perspective where i'm looking that's just how it's it's coming off to me i'm really excited I'm really excited about what we've done so far i'm excited about what's coming and uh yeah glad well, to you be know, a part Jeremy, of you said you said something about it, the team you know something we just finished you know what i think we labeled it the helping hands the the e-board really wanted to do something during the christmas holidays and to help out members in need and they took up a collection. I think we got really, what about thirteen hundred dollars, Mark? Because that was I think yeah, we counted. yeah, yeah. Cash. That wasn't counting the cards we got. Remember, yeah, so about, about fifteen hundred altogether with cards and everything. Yeah. I'm making something. Well, close. You know, yeah. So you know, we we had quite a few people donate money, and that was given. You know, dispersed amongst six of our members, and that that was a huge hit for those six members and. I think that the the members that helped organize it and get it together really enjoyed it. I think it's going to be something that we we try to carry on each year now well, because it really turned out good and it, and it helped the members in need. And, and, you know, our members are proud. They don't want to say they need help. So, you know, we actually had to come up with members to help. Yeah. So. Well, it, it's important to note here that we were, we were looking. Uh, I, I don't even want to say we, the, the members that, that really pushed this uh, were, they were really, really adamant. Yeah. They were adamant, but it was like, you could tell that they, they, they really felt it uh, a call to, to do something. And when, when we, we, this happened over, over a zoom meeting because, you know, we, we weren't having our in-person meetings and stuff and, and just trying to figure out, how we could do it from the union. Uh, we just, there was just too many, there were too many obstacles to overcome in a short amount of time that we had to pull this off. So the result was, and I think this is very important to, to mention is this was not a local, uh, this was not a business thing. This was not a, a union effort as per from the hall. This was our members took it upon themselves. They said, look, Instead of using, since since there's too much that we got to do to to properly do this as union business, official union business, can we just do this as like as people and do it outside? Like just do it on. Can we just pull our own resources and our own money uh, together to do this? And that and that's how we did it. Like this wasn't money taken out of any funds or anything. This was people pulling money out of their back pockets to hand over, pulling cans out of their their pantries to donate 
and and I I mean that's that's a point that we for sure we gotta uh, highlight because this was not uh, something that was you know pulled out of the local one ten bank account. Nope, definitely came out of the members' own pockets. Yep. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And it was it was just uh, it was great. It was just great. Yep. And all the all the money comes out of the members' pocket. We know that. Well, it does. But, but this was this here was individual. Yes. This donations. Was a, yep. Yep. And then, I, I just think that's that's important to mention because it's not like, I mean, there was people people literally if like if you were involved in this, it's because you felt the need to do this and you and you you know use your own resources to make this happen. So, well. That's 2020, man, in a nutshell. Uh, hey, Jeremy. Uh, yeah. Jeremy, his bark. Uh, yes. Real quick, I, I want to say this real quick, and then I, I, I want to get off here. So, uh, But uh, uh, I will say that uh, 2020 uh, for me, and as the manager of Local 110, uh, guys, uh, uh, I appreciate all of y'all. I really do. The guys out there, the members know, and I want them to know that uh, we wouldn't be where we're at without talking to you today you know i mean y'all are y'all go above and beyond i know there's times that i get calls from one of y'all at different times of the night because of an issue or we talk all the time uh we talk about issues we talk about things going on with maybe a member or something maybe with a contractor we stick our heads together and we uh when we uh, uh we make good decisions i feel like we make and we make fair decisions so uh, uh i just want to tell all y'all thank you for the year and for just being there, and, and I've always got y'all's backs, man. I really do. Thank you. Well, I second that. <laughs> well, I got just to throw a little bit of uh, of reflection or kind of a, a – I'm trying to think of the right word, and I can't come up with it right now. Uh, but normally, on average, we do 11 union meetings a year. And I believe, if I've counted correctly, we only did five this year. And I don't believe probably in the history of the local, once we started our school, I don't believe school's ever been shut down near, near as long as it's August for only about another month to a month and a half <laughs> and was closed back down again. And all the stuff we've just talked about that everybody's, you know, discussed and brought up about what's going on this year. That's pretty amazing considering the fact that we've only done you know, 50% of our in-person meetings, uh, union meeting-wise, that includes e-board meetings and stuff like that, of how much we still could get done with uh, with the technology that's out there with uh, Zoom meetings and, and cell phones and, and text messages and social media platforms and websites. And it, it, it kind of makes you feel good when you finally sit down in a year like this and you can actually look back. Because I'll be honest with you, I forgot some of the stuff we even talked about that happened at the beginning of the year. It, it's uh, it's it's easy to do man it's easy to to lose track because you get so wrapped up in in a in a project and then the next project and the next project and a lot of times we don't have the time to breathe in between stuff you're usually you're juggling multiple things at a time so it's like once you once you wrap up you know one of the balls that you're juggling you just put it to the side and then you know it's and you keep on you keep on doing your juggling routine and so you forget all the stuff that you you were able to get on the shelf because you, you, you knocked it out, you know, and, or you checked it off the list. And so that's, uh, that was part of the, the idea behind doing this, doing this little mm -hmm. review just so that, so we all could, 
just look back and be like, you know, like you said, man, we, we really got a lot of stuff done. All the, all the normal business got handled. We did new business all while having our hands tied. Bring on 2021. Amen, brother. Bring it on. I'm ready. All right, guys. (laughs) Well, thanks for uh, taking some time out to join me. If anybody else has any final, final stuff you want to throw in, go ahead. Merry Christmas and y'all everybody have a safe, happy new year. Yep, Merry All Christmas right. and happy new year. Same Merry Christmas. I'll, I'll be seeing y'all later. All right. All right. Wear your masks. Stay safe, Wear everybody. Wear your mask.